0: Thank you for calling BBC. We hope you're enjoying the fictional program Ghost Watch. That's so fun. Having said that it's fictional, you can still tell us your ghost story. We would love to hear it. But. That's but, neat. But.
1: Hello. Welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
0: And I'm her little brother, William.
1: And this week we are covering two really cool, like, faux well could you call it a faux mockumentary a mockumentary is already faux but
0: fake mockumentary is what that would end up being i
1: think mockumentary is just mockumentary i think
0: mockumentary is not bad because you think of something like best in show Mm -hmm. which is meant to look like you know you're following people that are going to a dog show and there's comedy involved with it there's fiction right it's a nonfiction format Maybe that's what these are. Maybe they're mockumentaries.
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's just instead of there being comedy, it's there's horror. horror. Yeah,
0: a horror mockumentary. Yeah, yeah. That's a shockumentary.
1: Oh, shockumentary. Exactly. <laughs> so we're covering two shockumentaries. We're covering Ghost Watch and the WNUF Halloween Special.
0: Yeah, both of these are pretty. They're, they're like each cult mm-hmm. horror film. Yeah the The sort of thing that like you might have had recommended to you before a million times. you might have seen things that are referencing it or inspired by them, mm-hmm. and not really picked up on it, right. I had been aware of the one that you're gonna cover the wNUF Halloween special for a while. and um, as for Ghost watch, I knew that it was a big deal.
1: yes, that's all that's still all I know about it, yeah. I know it's a big deal and I know that lots of people have recommended that we watch it and cover it.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I never, I didn't avoid watching it or anything like that. Yeah. I just never really got around to it. But uh, these are both, it's interesting. So I've, I've seen both of these movies. Mm-hmm. So the thing that really ties them together, one, they are each meant to look like news broadcasts that are being uh, uh, broadcast on actual television yeah. on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Are Halloween night broadcasts by the news. Yeah. And uh, in Ghost Watch, they're investigating a house in London
1: mm-hmm. that
0: is supposedly haunted. And in WNUF, they're going to visit a house where murders took place. And so they're doing another sort of like ghost investigation kind of thing. Yeah. They each play on the vibe of network news, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a little bit of corniness
1: yes. to their
0: productions by design, um, and I, 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 they're both very, I don't know, they're both very like special. I think they're both
1: very unique. Wnuf so. certainly was. I still haven't seen Ghost Watch. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was. It's unique is a good way to put it. It's very I, cool and like a lot of love put into it. You so can much, tell.
0: Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I, I do want to. I think that this is a. a what is it called? A
1: like, disclaimer. A, a disclaimer.
0: Yeah. I know the people that made the WNUF Halloween special. Chris La Martinez is the director. Uh, I used to work for Melissa La mm-hmm. They're a married couple. They they do you know indie horror film. They do staged horror. Uh, they're both insanely talented, but I know them. So I'm somewhat recusing myself. Right. And I think it's important that I let you know my bias up front. Right. Because Guide to the Unknown is an honorable publication.
1: Yes, naturally. Naturally. I have met Melissa, but otherwise I I feel I can be an impartial reporter on this. Fair enough.
0: Good. Yes. Good. Yes, we pride ourselves on our journalistic integrity. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, no, I I... I I don't know if I – I don't know if I knew them when I saw it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure anymore. I okay. don't know. My life
1: – It came out in 2013.
0: Yes. Right. If that is
1: helpful at all. It's not. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> but, I no, accept. I, I almost think that we should do something we don't always do. We always spoil stuff. And we're going to mm-hmm. spoil, obviously. We're going to spoil Ghostwatch. We're going to spoil WNUF. So beware. But before we do that, do you want to do like almost just like a spoiler free? Sure. Like, do you you recommend? Do you not recommend? Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so here's the spoiler free synopsis of the WNUF Halloween special, which you can find on Shudder, just so you know. Um, I don't think it's streaming anywhere else right now. I could be wrong about that. I'm actually not sure. But it definitely is on Shudder, which is where I watched it. Um, So the deal is it feels – it's set up to feel like you have this old VHS tape of a news broadcast and you have put it in your own VCR and you can do what you want with it. Um, Well, you can't. But, like, somebody is fast-forwarding every once in a while, like – It makes you wonder who is the viewer who is controlling what you're watching on screen. Like, why are they fast forwarding this commercial, even though we just watched like three other commercials? Like they're fast forwarding this part of the broadcast. What's the deal? So the thing is, is that it's a news broadcast with two anchors that's airing on Halloween night. And so they're dressed up like kind of corny and they have little like, you know, holiday shtick and they throw two different news segments like any news show there's a segment where they're talking to people who like hate halloween and everybody who celebrates it because it's satanic there's a segment where it's a dentist who has a buyback program um of candy from kids they'll give them like a dollar per pound of candy that's one of my
0: favorite things because yeah. i think even the news anchor is like say what's a vampire's uh, worst nightmare they keep tooth decay. Mhm. And that's what our friend the dentist has to talk about. Now like it's like a cornball transition into the dentist talking about how if you go out there and collect Halloween candy, if you go trick or treating, I'll buy the candy from you because I don't want these kids to be eating all this right. sugar. Like, it's it's very, like, small-towny. Yes.
1: Cheesy. Yeah.
0: Realistic cheesy.
1: For sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's clearly, like, very 80s and the jokes and style and everything are very 80s. So that's all happening. It makes it feel super realistic. There are realistic commercials that live outside of what's happening in the special. Like, there are commercials for a carpet place. Nothing scary happens in the carpet commercial. It's just having you very much... In that era, in that mindset, like I am just watching a legit thing that was taped off of TV in the 80s. But the main story is with a reporter named Franks, who is at a place called the Weber House for like a Halloween kind of special news feature where they are going to have a paranormal investigation in this house where murders took place. And things don't go as planned. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Do you recommend WNUF? Yes. It it really felt to me, I think I watched it with Allie maybe a few years back and it really felt like it, it it genuinely felt like what it was like to be a kid yes who watched broadcast
1: TV a lot mm-hmm. you know it absolutely did to the point that like sometimes I was kind of like bored watching commercials yeah. which I think is deliberate yeah, like oh yeah. You know, they wanted to feel authentic. And I was like, all right, let's get back from commercial break. I want to know what's happening with Frank. Yeah. And so that's kind of a unique experience for a movie. But I think that goes to show how seriously, truly authentic it is. Like the commercials and stuff aren't overly campy or overly zany in like a cartoony 80s way. They're like exactly as zany as the 80s actually were without being unbelievable.
0: I'm going to ask you a leading question. Do you know much about how this was distributed?
1: A little bit. I I read about them kind of like planting it places for people to find. So they went to a VHS convention and left a bunch of VHS tapes like in the bathroom and like around places.
0: So they they wanted this to look like it genuinely was something that had been recorded from TV. Mm -hmm. And that being the case, there would just be commercials in it. Right. I mean, so like it feels authentic, but also now to watch it on Shutter or something like that, it almost takes you outside the point of the movie to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You obviously like the the movie still slaps. Yeah, um, but like the point was, oh, this is just a VHS tape that somebody like copied TV on, mm-hmm. and it and it's got commercials in it, and sometimes the person who copied the tape fast forwarded through what they deemed the boring stuff. Right, so, right. So like it was meant to be the experience of just pulling a tape off the wall yes. and watching it which it mimics like like perfectly.
1: Mission accomplished. Quick question though about that. So if you were to pull a tape that somebody, the fast forwarding is yes. throwing me. Right. So it wouldn't record the fast forwarding, would it?
0: Well, here's what people used to do. So the, the way that a lot of people would dupe tapes, mm-hmm. you would have to have two VCRs. We had that. Okay, yes. Yes. So you have one VCR hooked up to the other. Oh, yeah. One of them is playing what's been taped. Okay, yeah. And the other one is playing the tape. That's right. That has taped. Or it's recording the tape. Yeah, yeah, Yes, thank you. It's recording the other tape. So it would forward The one tape, the other tape is recording all the fast-forwarding stuff.
1: I understand. See, I was almost... almost, It's almost like
0: forgotten tech.
1: yeah, Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking, and I didn't really think anything would happen with this, but like, I almost thought because of the fast forwarding that we're watching like a recording of a person's tv that like somebody is watching this Mm -hmm. they're actively fast forwarding and stuff and we are watching just a zoom in on their screen right and i was like i wonder if at any point i didn't really think because it just didn't seem I could just tell what was going on. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wonder if any point we're going to be taken out of that and like see the person who's fast forwarding this. Are they involved in any way? You know, whatever.
0: Well, that's also like, you know, one of the things that I think is a real. So one of the things that I'm really curious about with with Ghostwatch and WNUF is that I think they get conflated with found footage a lot, Mm -hmm. which I think, you know, I think they're cousins. Yeah. I... I think they're not the same thing. No. These are meant to look like actual news broadcasts. And in WNUf's case, it's an actual news broadcast that someone taped and has been duping mm-hmm. and, and I guess sharing with people. So um, one of the big things now that's been happening, and I guess it's still pretty culty, but like they're referred to as a uh, screen life movies. The unfriended series oh, okay. that John Cho movie searching mm-hmm. where you are watching a movie that is taking place on somebody's laptop screen so right. you're watching them navigate to their you know file finder or their uh, you know they're going into their downloads yeah. and watching a video from their downloads we're just seeing everything that happens on their screen What you're describing and the short, sort of like shudder experience of seeing WNUF almost does imply that it is screen life in a way where it's like Mm -hmm. I'm in the position of somebody who's watching this and fast forwarding it periodically with a remote in my hand.
1: Right. That's what I was thinking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of interesting. Like Mm -hmm. WNUF has sort of like evolved.
1: Yeah, As like it could work for that, even though it's not the intention. And the yeah. intention is that it's somebody who's copying this tape over and over. That's pretty. And distributing it. That's pretty cool. Like at the end of Unfriended, spoiler alert for the movie Unfriended,
0: the laptop screen closes, and you see something yeah, that's happening remember. in the room. You do? You do? I don't remember. I'll just spoil it. Yeah, Unfriended spoil is it. Terrible. Yeah, I've seen it. I can't remember this. though. what happened? The so the entire point of Unfriended is that there it's it's oh I'm in a Skype conversation with my friends. Yeah. And a ghost is in here too. Has
1: entered the chat.
0: The end of the movie is the laptop screen shuts down, like when you like flap your laptop closed. Yeah. And the ghost did that and whooshes at you and then smashed a credit. I don't remember corn ball.
1: Yeah. Corn ball. Yeah.
0: Um, almost that's arguably one of the best things in that movie. I'm about to say that sounds sweet. I appreciate the cheesiness there. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's very, that's very interesting.
1: Yeah, so that's And host, host, the yes. very famous host
0: from uh, earlier this year.
1: <laughs> the very famous the host. Very famous host.
0: <laughs> made by the great Jed Shepard.
1: Yes, correct. Famously made by Jed Shepard.
0: <laughs> that's how people talk on commentaries. And <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you're scene, right. You're right. You've yeah. got uh, the great Rodney Dangerfield, and somebody
1: nobody knows at all. It's just like their friends. right? The you great I
0: mean? uh, Jag Yeah, the great High Pike. Legend
1: on friend. set, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, that's that's fun for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Is he great? I've never heard of him before. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, so uh, yeah, Ghost Watch. Ghostwatch, I'm going to give, right, so my spoiler free Ghostwatch, get your water, get your water. Um, so Ghostwatch is uh, very similar to WNUF, but different in the sense that it is meant to really be... Um, almost like a big spectacle. Mm -hmm. It's a spectacle. It's a live broadcast. I mean, WNUF is supposed to be as well, but you have the fast forwarding aspect of it that implies this has been recorded. Yeah, it
1: already happened. Right,
0: but uh, Ghostwatch is meant to be taking place over the course of 90 minutes, where the Ghostwatch team, uh, all of this is being presented by the host, Michael Parkinson. They've got a gigantic studio, Ghost Watch is written all over the place. You've tuned into a special broadcast here on Halloween night in London. We're going to be doing Ghost Watch, where Michael Parkinson and his uh, in-studio cohort, Dr. Lynn Pesco, are debating the paranormal. Okay, She's meant to be like somebody who has been studying this haunting for eight months. And they've got all of these screens all over the place so that they can, via satellite, talk to people who are on location at a haunted house.
1: Okay. Is this when's it supposed to have taken place?
0: Ninety-two. Okay. This was broadcast one night only, Halloween, nineteen ninety-two. That's on very BBC. cool. They never broadcast it again. That's awesome. It was highly controversial, and it resulted in some catastrophes here and there. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get into that more in like spoiler yeah. territory, I think. But so the the premise being what it is, it's almost like you're watching Dateline. Uh huh. But the person hosting Dateline is speaking live to somebody on location covering an event. Okay. And so it's it's relatively big. Like
1: Haunted Salem Live on the Travel Channel a couple of years ago.
0: Sure. Yeah, whatever <laughs> that is.
1: So there's like a host by himself uh-huh. and then they're talking to people in different locations there but presenting go. it? Okay. Yeah, exactly so it like, like that.
0: that. It made me think of uh, Ghost Adventures Live, mm-hmm. which was a major calamity. <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: Remember? <laughs> yes it Digital it had line. the same it had the same format as Haunted Salem Live too. Okay, yeah. fair enough.
0: Yeah, I guess it's a, a tried and tested format. Yeah. Who knows? But so um, the 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 bare concept of it is that reporter Sarah Green is going to be going into this house where a woman lives with her two daughters, Kimmy and Suzanne. They believe that they are being haunted by a poltergeist. And so Sarah Green, the reporter, is going to be uh, telling the story. And maybe we'll even get to hear the ghost. Mm. Meanwhile, Lynn Pesco back in the studio is like, I don't want to promise you that we're going to see anything. What I can say is that while I've been investigating for this eight, for eight months, I have seen things myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, you know, they happen sporadically. So I can't promise you that something will happen. Maybe. Maybe we'll get something. But I'm, I'm very interested to get into the story and see what uh, they're able to capture out there in the field. Yeah. And things go haywire. Uh-huh. Things go haywire in big, unexpected ways for me that like kind of kept me guessing, and were very fascinating. Cool, like, almost like ahead of their time. Toying with the format of being a live broadcast. Where
1: did you watch it? Like, what was it streaming on? It was on
0: archive.org. Like, oh, I think okay. it's like you can get this on um DVD as well. Mm-hmm. I struggled to find it on like a conventional streaming site, like an Were Amazon. Were you freaking out server. at all? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But no, it was on. Like, I wasn't totally sure that this was actually on Shutter WNUF because yeah. I've been burned before. Like. You know when you search for a movie or something, and this happens with Netflix too, it'll come up in the search results on Netflix, so it makes it seem like... It's streaming on Netflix right now, but it really it's just a sort of like yes. weird SEO situation where they've pulled you into something. Oh, yes. That happened to me, actually, I think with Pontypool for the show, and I signed up for Shudder to watch Pontypool, and then it wasn't on there, even though it came up in the Google listings. Yes. So I was kind of thinking that was happening with WNUF, but it was actually there.
0: As a matter of fact, on my phone, it delivered me to a listing on Shudder for Ghostwatch uh-huh. that wouldn't play, yeah. and then back on my computer, it just wasn't there at all. Right. So I, I was a little panicked, but it was backed up on archive.org, which I think is where copyright-free stuff ends up. I'm not.
1: I think you're right. So it was free. It,
0: yeah, it just played. Sweet. I don't know. Yeah. But um, so I I want to say before I spoil it that I highly recommend it. Oh, cool. All of the hype. It lived up to all of the hype. It lived up to all of what people had said, like of it's so scary, you got to watch it. I I'd be lying if I said I was ever scared. Mm-hmm. But it's conceptually clever, inventive. And the frightening scenarios are are wonderful.
1: It's That's great. awesome. I,
0: I highly recommend Ghost Watch. Oh, cool. And I almost think to say anything more about how the in studio stuff and the on location stuff develops is a spoiler in and of itself. Okay. So the bare premise of it being a broadcast on Halloween night. The other maybe the other thing I'll throw out there. The in-studio guy, Michael, he's got um, Sarah Green, the reporter on location. Her husband mm-hmm. is working a bank of phones, and they keep putting the BBC, the real BBC phone number, on the screen, saying, "Call in. We'd love to hear your true ghost stories, and maybe we'll uh, take your call during the show." Uh huh. And so people watching at home, when this thing broadcast, could call. They could call, and what they would hear is, "Thank you for calling BBC." We hope you're enjoying the fictional program Ghost Watch. That's so fun. Having said that it's fictional, you can still tell us your ghost story. We would love to hear it. But. That's but, neat. But so many people were calling that number that the number crashed. And so many people did not get the heads up that this was fiction.
1: Oh, uh, so it was like some War of the World stuff?
0: Very much so. Very, very much so. A lot of people were panicked. And there are claims that it traumatized children. And that might be one of the reasons why BBC never rebroadcast it. Ever. Ever.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds awesome. It's
0: it's unreal. There is one genuinely horrible outcome uh-huh. that I will get into uh-huh. a little bit later that will spoil the mood entirely. Appropriately, it'll spoil it. Is it
1: a real-life outcome, you mean? Yeah. Why don't I just say it now? It's yeah. not a
0: spoiler for the movie, uh-huh. so I'm just going to say it. There, there were some controversies about the fact that WNUF was not – necessarily fully clear that it was fictional. Mm -hmm. At the start of the- the, Oh, do you mean Ghostwatch? uh, Ghostwatch, I'm sorry. Uh, At the start of the broadcast, they do go, this was written by Stephen Volk. Mm -hmm. But it's like a a small thing that you can overlook. It's just so easy to overlook the part where they go, this is written. Right. This is part of a drama series. Yeah. That like, if you just tune in a little bit late,
1: it looks real. Do you think if you had tuned in and you like does it look real enough that you would think like is this real? No. Okay. No. Because there are sometimes things like that where people think it's real and then I listen to them or look at them and I'm like this feels like acting.
0: Yes, yeah. But I I think I think I think I would have smelled the acting. Mm-hmm. Because uh, particularly like the kids, there, there are two child actors in it that are terrific. Yeah. But it's just it's just it's They're hard, acting. It's hard yeah. to come across as Genuinely authentic. They need
1: to be acting without acting.
0: Yeah, to act without acting. Ready with dinner. Exactly. So here's here's the 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 horrible bummer. Okay. Okay. Eighteen-year-old factory worker Martin Denham, who suffered from learning difficulties and had a mental age of thirteen, died by suicide five days after Ghost Watch aired. The family home had suffered with a faulty central heating system, which caused the pipes to knock, giving the impression of a haunting. Denham linked this activity to the show, causing great worry. He left a suicide note reading, if there are ghosts, I will be with you always as a ghost.
1: Oh, that's horrible.
0: His mother and stepfather, April and Percy Denham, blamed the BBC. They claimed that Martin was, quote, hypnotized and obsessed by the program.
1: That's horrible.
0: Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And and, uh, misery on a scale that, I don't think the producers of this show ever could have anticipated.
1: It doesn't doesn't absolve
0: them of of it happening, but it also means that they didn't intend anything like this to
1: happen. I don't think it's their fault. It's just horrible. It's just horrible and devastating, and I'm sure you want to find a reason for something that's like so unfathomable. But
0: later the broadcasting standards standards commission, the BSC ruled that the program ghostwatch was quote excessively distressing and graphic Hmm. resulting in the production team issuing an apology for not making it clear that ghostwatch was 100% fiction. Hmm. So they did, they were taken to task to a certain extent for this and they did apologize Weirdly,
1: it's worth apologizing, it's, yes, obviously. I completely agree. Yeah,
0: weirdly, what that means is that they were very effective at making it seem real. Now, you compare that to things that you hear about War of the Worlds of like people crashing their cars yeah. and flipping out because aliens are landing here in New Jersey and yeah. stuff like that. And I, you know, it's a it's a, it's a horrible thing, and, and it's hard to parse out even how to feel about it aside yeah. from what a tragedy. Mm hmm. Um, totally yeah oh boy yeah did i bum you
1: you i mean yeah it's a bummer but it's also it's it's all interest it's interesting and not not that he did that but it's interesting that people could really think something like this is real yes
0: yeah 100 percent. you know Uh, it was a very creative Mm -hmm. clever broadcast where part of the game of the story was breaking the fourth wall to a certain extent
1: oh my the, god can you just tell me about this now okay let's let's yeah uh, i'm spoilers yeah
0: let's start spoiling stuff all right i'm gonna spoil ghost watch now yeah have i said it enough i am spoilers know.
1: i originally thought we'd bounce back to me and then go to you but i really want to know what this is yeah we'll have. end with yeah. wnuf
0: because <laughs> wnuf is just kind of like badass That's, and rad yeah you know okay so ghost watch itself let's talk more about the premise here mm-hmm. okay in studio A guy named Michael, who's hosting the entire event, and he doesn't necessarily believe in this stuff. He's very sort of like consummate professional. Then he's got Lynn Pesco, who does believe in the paranormal and has been researching this for eight months. These two, Michael and Lynn, will butt heads periodically over the course of the 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. where Michael will sometimes go, did you see that on the broadcast? What What do you think happened there? And she'll go, well, it could have been... I suppose maybe it might not have been real, but the fact of the matter is, you know, there's still a, a, a percentage chance that these events really could be happening. And then he'll go, "So you don't know? Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on?" Right. And she'll go, "I, no, I. We need to see what's happening. Like they'll they'll yeah. combat." And Michael is decidedly a skeptic mm-hmm. in these situations. Um, the format of it is. Very much the Enfield haunting. Yeah, if people are familiar with that, is the Enfield haunting is the subject matter behind the Conjuring Two, mm-hmm. the Enfield poltergeist, wherein a family with two young girls uh, was encountering the ghost of an old man in their house that was seemingly possessing the girls. Was they they heard his voice on recordings that you can you can look up and listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all happening. In this story, um, right. Ghost Watch is very directly like a one to one play on the very famous Enfield poltergeist.
1: And that's funny because um, WNUF is very much like the Amityville horror in yes. some ways. Yeah. yeah,
0: very good. Yes, you're right. Um, so Sarah Green is on location. She is dealing with a crew there, one of whom is like a real prankster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at a certain point, she's talking to the the daughters of the family in the kitchen. They hear knocking on the walls and stuff, and she seems puzzled. And then her cohort jumps out of a closet with a monster mask on. Oh, we're going to make a big, silly game out of all of this. Yeah, She's not into the game of this. Sarah is here for the investigation aspect.
1: So not unlike the Roanoke season of American Horror Story, where in the second half of the show, they are filming a ghost hunting show, but they don't realize that the producer, who's played by Cheyenne Jackson, has planted some false scares in there.
0: Correct. Yes. So (laughs) anyway... (laughs) They've got satellite vans outside. They've got giant lights outside. A crew, a cat, not crew, a, um, uh, like, a bunch of, like, a crowd. A Mm -hmm. crowd has assembled of just looky-loo people that are there for the broadcast and, like, peeping at the cameras and stuff like that. Yeah. They're showing off some of their tech and stuff. They've got a night vision camera that goes into, like, predator mode where they see heat signatures and stuff. They very much set up a paranormal activity Mm -hmm. film franchise type scenario. There's a camera in every room. We've got cameras all over the house. They can be triggered by temperature changes. We can cut to them at will to see throughout the house what is going on. Um, So they're calling this the Northfield Poltergeist. Um, And uh, once again, uh, Lynn Pesco back in the studio, who's been researching all this stuff for eight months, she's being pretty... Fair mm-hmm. about what to anticipate and talking about how we might get something we might not. She also brings up one of the the key factors of poltergeist that we have discussed here on Guide to the Unknown before, the fact that poltergeist, evidently the, the sort of like history of them is that they tend to get attached to to I think primarily girls, mm-hmm. like adolescent girls. Yep. That are like pre-puberty or going through puberty. And so these... Those hormones. Those hormones. Exactly. The poltergeist is attracted to hormones. Mm -hmm. And so Suzanne is the older of the two daughters. And so Lynn Pesco believes she might be the focal point for the poltergeist activity going on in the house.
1: So I thought that it was... Well, I guess guess it could be both. That kind of like crazy emotional activity almost creates like a tulpa like scenario and you call that a poltergeist but i guess it's also sometimes that it is a ghost who's able to move things but they glom themselves on to like an erratic teen
0: yeah i think you're right i think i think you're Number one, you're you're jogging my memory a little bit. Number two, I think you're right that people have said both things.
1: Yeah. So in this, they're working with the idea that is a separate entity, not energy created by the person, but that entity is attracted to maybe the frantic energy of a a hormonal teen. I believe so. It
0: seems to me that Lynn Pesco, the doctor, she Mm -hmm. basically mentions it in passing, but I thought it was so interesting to call out a a folkloric rule of poltergeists Mm -hmm. that's accurate to stuff that we've research Mm -hmm. for more on poltergeists and to jog your memory maybe i'm misremembering the poltergeist rules guide to the unknown 18 yeah poltergeists and the bennington triangle that's where we discussed poltergeists and the rules around them
1: well i have a quick question for you that's only slightly off topic have we not covered the enfield haunting did we i assumed we did but i'm not seeing it in our spreadsheet i just did a quick search while you were talking and i didn't see it in there is that right could this be I would love to do it. I know I'll have to. I'll have to double check, but Conjuring Two didn't come up, and Enfield's didn't come up. Fascinating. How could
0: we covered Conjuring and Conjuring Three? Yeah, years before now, the new Conjuring movie is out, and we covered the real life story of that like a year ago.
1: I know. I think we might not have.
0: Yeah, I don't.
1: That's so weird.
0: I would love to do that. Yeah, because I'm familiar with the idea that the girls were talking about a ghost named Bill Wilkinson. Mm Mm-hmm. And they've got audio of his voice. Who knows what the How rules could this are there? Be? Are I know. Is that ghost audio from the Enfield haunting? Is that copywritten? I don't know. I guess it depends. It's probably too dangerous to play it on the show, but yeah. man, I would love to play that stuff on the show. Yeah. Anyway, so here's some of the stuff that they've been experiencing and the sort of like story of the ghost. Mm-hmm. Some of the earliest footage that we see when Ghost Watch first starts is the two girls, Kimmy and Suzanne, in their bedroom. They share a bedroom. There are just two twin-sized beds in the room, and we've got this security camera-type footage that's watching them. Uh, and they are turning off the light. They're going to sleep, and you can see the window and the curtains billowing, and just uh, you know, it's eerie. Yeah, it's eerie. Then you hear banging on the walls. The girls start screaming. Oh, ah, <laughs> scary, 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 scary. Throughout the broadcast, as I mentioned, they keep putting a phone number on the screen for people to call in. They've got callers. It's all canned, obviously, so cool. but callers start calling in and one of them is a person who goes, when you showed that footage of the girls in their bedroom, I think I saw something. I feel like I saw a person at the window. And so the host of the show goes, is that, is that right? Really? You think you saw something? They're like, I thought I did, but I'm not sure. Now, this is 1992. Yeah. And it's a live broadcast. You can't pause TV. You right. You can't rewind TV. Yeah. So you, you watch the footage yourself. And now somebody on TV is saying that there was someone in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. Even me on my computer. I was like, was there? Right. I considered scrubbing back through the footage to check. But then the host of the show, Michael, goes, well, we can bring up that footage again and take another look. And they play the footage. And at the back of the room by the windows, I see it. There is a man standing as clear as day, Crystal, <laughs> standing by the windows, just awesome. standing still by the curtains. Holy crap. He was there.
1: That's awesome. There was a moment where I had to rewind in WNUF. Yeah. Similarly. Yeah. Oh,
0: awesome. So they they play it, and I'm like, yeah, she was right. Then they play. They go, oh, I didn't see anything there. Play, play it again. Play it again. They play the same footage again. There's no man there this time. It is an editing trick of the filmmakers. Uh-huh. I think what they did was they 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 played it without a person there then they have the caller go there was a person there they play it again there is a person there they go I didn't quite see it do it again they play it again there's definitely not a person there now making you the viewer go was I seeing things then they play it yet a third time well technically a fourth, fourth. for dr. Lynn Pesco to draw on the screen where she thinks she sees a person and what now they've done with this version they made a blend. They've made the man by the window ju- just translucent enough that the outline of his body looks like it might just be fabric wrinkles mm-hmm. in the curtain. It makes you, the viewer, question what you saw. Cool. It is so Brilliant
1: That's awesome It
0: arguably doesn't hold up to scrutiny of like In the internet age being able to scrub back and forth And verify these things But on an initial watch Yeah You go I didn't see anything Oh my god I definitely see it No wait there's nothing there Yeah Oh I see how I could have That's so fun It's so fascinating And it doesn't stop there The story of the haunting is as follows The oldest daughter Suzanne uh, First encountered the ghost in the house She thought her mom tucked her into bed Mm -hmm. Nope that wasn't your mommy, Suzanne. She wasn't That's in there. scary. That. It was the spirit. They start hearing banging all over the house, stomping sounds and stuff. And the mom, trying to calm down her daughters, goes, don't worry about it. It's just pipes. It's, mm-hmm. The house is all just pipes. But these kids, being kids, start going, I saw him again. I saw Pipes. So the name of the ghost.
1: That's awesome. Is
0: pipes. I love that. They will talk to Pipes.
1: I think that's awesome. Pipes
0: is over there. Yeah. I think that is genuinely a spooky- Yes, it is. Urban legend- Yep, Pipes. Pipes is here. Yep. Pipes is watching me.
1: That's great.
0: Pipes is banging on the pipes, Mm -hmm. basically. That's great. So, throughout the movie, and I didn't catch all of these, but looking at trivia after the fact, Pipes is is visible in the film- 13 times. Oh, cool. Hidden.
1: Like the Haunting of Hill House. Like
0: the Haunting of Hill House. You just have to catch him. Yeah. Or not. He's in the crowd outside when they are like setting up all of their gear and stuff. That is so fun. He is hidden behind a door, like one frame of pipes you can see before he's gone. Yeah. You either catch him or you don't. Or maybe you catch him and convince yourself, did I see what I just saw? Right. Again, it's playing tricks on you, the viewer, or... While playing tricks on you, the viewer, into making you think this is a real broadcast that's happening live right now that I could call into. Right. And once again, part of the controversy is, yes, you could call in and they'd say, thanks for calling into our fake show. Right. Except so many people called that the hotline crashed. So people would call in and it would make it seem like so many people were calling in Mm -hmm. that it was an emergency.
1: Oh, my God. And you
0: couldn't get through. Oh, my God. Because here's the next thing. Here's what starts to happen next. Next. Things start to go wrong in the broadcast. This is this is a big. I'm gonna. I'm leaping towards the end of the movie now. The in-studio crew who are safe, yeah, not near the haunted house, start experiencing uh, technical glitches. The footage will break when they're talking to somebody over over uh, satellite. Sometimes people will call into the show and go, "Hi, I've been watching your broadcast, and it's freaking out my kids." And a light bulb in my kitchen just burst. I don't know. Is I, Should you be doing this? Mm-hmm. And Michael, the host, will be like, all right, well, send your kids to bed. And please, we're, I'm getting reports that there are a lot of people calling in about things they're experiencing. Everybody, please just keep a level head. We're just doing this. It's an entertainment show. It's just, you know, spectacle. Please, everybody, calm down. Yeah. All around the country, people are experiencing paranormal events.
1: That's while watching Ghost Watch. Awesome. And that's also similar to like the live things on Travel Channel with Ghost Hunters Live and Haunted Salem Live because they had the show broadcasting live, not just, at least for Haunted Salem Live, it wasn't just on. The travel channel they also had a feed on facebook watch or facebook live or right. whatever and so people were commenting there and they'd be like oh i'm feeling dizzy like something yeah. in that room isn't right or like whatever and my they, dog
0: just threw up
1: my dog just threw up and then when <laughs> they would talk
0: i to threw him... <laughs> up frowny face in the in the in the chiron on on in the lower <laughs> thirds on tv i threw up <laughs>
1: And then, like the host, whose name was Dave, would be like, "Okay, we're having reports that people threw up. <laughs> this is happening. That's happening. All right, now let's go check in with the Ghost Brothers at the Proctor House yeah. and see what they're experiencing. The
0: Proctor House,
1: yeah, from Salem, is that right." Yes, the proc- Goody Proctor. Come oh, on. okay. Yes,
0: yes, yes, of course. we yeah. like Procter and Gamble.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, on um, Ghost Hunters Live, it would be like on a Chiron on the bottom scrolling, like people tweeting and being like, Zach, I don't think you should do that. I have a bad feeling about this. And my cat just jumped off of me.
0: Am threw up.
1: Am, she threw up. <laughs>
0: Am. Um,
1: but so it, I, I just think it's cool that it, this yeah. is – It's an enduring format.
0: It is. It's an enduring format, and it's fascinating to have it be done in a lower tech format via in 1992. Mm -hmm. You know, on a live broadcast. Yeah, it's awesome. Same thing. You would call in to voice your opinion, like you would tweet your opinion now. Yep, I Um, love that. Yeah. uh, So here's what happens within the show. Much like the Enfield haunting, they're hearing banging sounds, pots and pans. They start to navigate from you know surveillance cam to surveillance cam to surveillance cam, and they catch. Eldest child, Suzanne, making sounds herself. Nice. She is banging something against the wall. It's all a hoax. Uh, Our host, Michael Parkinson, is like, Well, ladies and gentlemen, we may not have caught a ghost, but we certainly caught a prankster. Uh And Dr. Lynn Pesco is like, I don't think, no, 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 no. I don't think. She was giving it a zhuzh, but like,
1: there's stuff going on.
0: She's like, Let's please, let's be. Let's be very specific here. Suzanne may have been doing something that that gave the appearance of some of the ghostly activity that we've experienced, but listen to me. I have experienced these things. I have seen them with my own eyes. I know that they are not all because of Suzanne. I don't know why she was doing what she was doing. I would like to talk to her, Please, this is not a hoax. Like, trying to get things under control, Mm -hmm. our host Michael is clearly starting to, like, lose. He's done. Yeah, he's a professional, but he's clearly sort of, like, over it to a certain extent. And here, at our lowest point, where it seems like everything is phony... All the paranormal stuff starts ticking up more and more and more. More phone calls. Things are going wrong. Uh, Something falls off the wall inside the house and lands on one of the crew members' heads. He's bleeding. Some of the footage is breaking up more. The footage isn't working right. The lights are going off in the studio. Everything is going haywire. That sounds awesome. We start to catch the, the following. Somebody calls in to start to fill in some of the backstory here about pipes. He asks if they know about the people who used to own this property. Lynn Pesco, of course, knows the kindly old couple. The man on the phone goes, Did you know that they sublet a room? She goes, I... No, I I, I didn't know. And they go, He goes, yes. They had somebody living with them. Maybe it wasn't in the paperwork that you found. His name was Raymond Tunstall. And he was subletting a room from his aunt and uncle. And he was troubled. He was abusive. Uh, he was not a good guy, let's mm-hmm. say. And he eventually took his own life in that house. He hung himself. And his aunt and uncle were away when he did it. He wasn't found for a week. During that week, his cats began to eat him. And the, the kids have been saying that Pipes mm-hmm. is a man with missing eyes and he's covered in blood and Ooh. It, it's all it's all it's adding, adding up to a certain extent um all right in the studio now they are i'm enthralled
1: by, her- by this yeah, i so- can't wait Kristen, to watch it's this so <laughs> yeah, great. it's it so sounds great so awesome so
0: sarah green everything is 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 really getting tense in the in the house <laughs> and they're but michael still is like not sure if this is all a hoax or not so he's talking to lynn pasco for a while about what might be going on And then they realize that some of the footage that they're watching on TV doesn't make sense. And Lynn stands up and she goes, this isn't right. Something's wrong. It's like not live. She goes, it's in the machine. That's what she says. And she goes, that picture that was on the wall, that's what fell off and hit one of the crew members. This isn't live. And so they futz with the footage. Who knows? They get the live feed. The police are there. The police are there and they're loading the kids into the car. Somebody is on a gurney. And inside the house on the surveillance cameras, all the lights are off. Sarah is in there somewhere. Suzanne is in there somewhere using that night vision camera, that predator mode camera. And they are walking around trying to find each other and trying to get safe. Uh-huh. We hear the ghost speaking through people periodically. And this is this is a stretch. He speaks a lot in nursery rhymes. So okay. be fo-fum, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing.
1: That's good and creepy, though.
0: That's I know. Pretty classic. It, it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but so it seems like he can possess people a little bit. So everything is, is crapping out, Kristen, crapping mm-hmm. out. The Ghost Watch set itself starts to collapse. Things are flying off the walls. They have like a bucket of, of things that were brought from the haunted house that they were looking at before, and they're just flying off the table and smashing. And our host, Michael, starts going, what is going on? OK, well, what's up? The lights are off. Are we still live? What camera is on? Which one? Which one? Like it's all falling apart. Is yeah, yeah. this one? And he starts going, "Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what has happened here." Um, uh. And then he starts speaking in limericks.
1: That's so fun.
0: And starts looking at the camera. And starts I think I'm to gonna go, love this. B five fo fum, and it cuts to black. I'm gonna
1: friggin' love Done. this.
0: Looking online to fill in some of the 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 backstory and, and stuff. This Wait, was,
1: that's the end of the that's show? That's the end of the
0: show. That is show. Watch so Ghostwatch goes offline. Ghostwatch goes offline. That and sounds again, awesome. It created a panic Uh huh. that what was happening on TV was getting into people's, was traveling into different rooms, into different spaces. Yeah.
1: Well, also, so if she was like, it's in the machine. It's in the machine. You're watching this on a machine. Exactly. Like- so it could be in your house.
0: Right. So fun. Which is what the callers were doing. By saying, my dog threw up. Yeah. Right? My cat threw up. Yeah. My cat
1: am fro up or whatever I said. My cat am fro
0: up and my dog fro (laughs) up. And so the in universe, people are saying, it's haunting me now. Mm -hmm. And real people are watching TV trying to call the number and getting-
1: Nothing. They're not getting the message saying it's not real. Don't worry about it. So
0: it's War of the Worlds type panic.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Right? So some of what this is said to be is- uh, What is what they referred to as a national seance? They inadvertently were allowing Pipes the Ghost to reach out into everybody's homes because we were all connected to the same thing, uh huh. And so he was able to reach like Batman forever, like Batman forever. What,
1: like how Edward Nigma had that thing he wanted in everybody's on the TV shows, the box, I mean, on their TV sets, and would pipe their knowledge back to him.
0: Does anyone else feel like a fried egg? Right, yes. Yeah, basically. Pipes is basically Edward. Edward
1: Nigma. hmm Okay. E Nigma. Yeah.
0: The Riddler. Right. Um, but so yeah, it was a national seance, which I love the phrasing yes. of. That's awesome. And uh, like I said, it Again,
1: they also did that in in Haunted Salem Live. Um, Greg and Dana Newkirk created a sigil in the whatever house it was i can't remember like one of the haunted houses in salem and they said everybody at home concentrate on this sigil the sigil is supposed to be like a gateway or a doorway and hopefully the more uh energy we give to it collectively hopefully something will kind of come through oh yeah you don't want that though right well they wanted to communicate with something and then they were going to Close it. I don't want my home to be connected to. No, those. not your home, but um, you, it would it would be powering this thing in the Proctor house, let's say, <sighs> for them to be able to talk to something more effectively. Still seems risky. Well, then they close the sigil down at the end and do cleansing stuff and everything.
0: Okay, if you say so. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, I don't know. You can't
1: cleanse me from afar. I, I'm fine. I won't be cleansed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So here's some of the, the trivia behind it. Um, there was a rumor... That the show's makers had wanted to include a high-pitched tone that would agitate viewers' pets during the broadcast.
1: Oh my god! It's genius. I love that they have thought
0: of that. Writer Stephen Volk suggested it, but as soundtracks are capped for transmission, meaning limited in pitch and volume, uh, even if permission had been secured to get the go-ahead with the idea, technically speaking, it probably wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. But the they. Wanted but I love you that to they were thinking that about, about that. Dogs to flip out because Ghost Watch was Right. On. Right. That's. Brilliant and, yeah. ho- and horrible. Oh, totally. I would hate Don't that. Don't upset my dog.
1: No, no, no. But it's so cool that they were thinking of things like that. It's like
0: truly like, like fourth dimensional. Yes. Like goofery with yeah. the audience.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fourth dimensional <of Mitchell>, goofery.
0: <laughs> the number, uh, eh, I already told you that. There's a sequel short story that was uh, called 3110. Mm-hmm. The way they write dates is more logical than yeah. the way that we write dates. That's Halloween, October right. 31st. Uh, it was written by Stephen Volk and it was posted online, and I believe it concerns characters surviving these events. Now dealing with the fact that the Ghost Watch set has been boarded up for Uh 10 years, and now they're going in. Oh, cool. Which is a very fun premise. Yeah. So they've tried to do things to, like, revive this idea here and there. They've made DVDs of it and stuff like that. But like I said, it was broadcast once and never again. Uh Uh-huh. And it is such an, an odd blended reality, shockumentary, mockumentary found footage thing. It is beyond charming yeah and very creative and man do i love pipes yeah man do i love it's just pipes uh-huh oh you're right pipes was in my room last night right it turns from an explanation that should comfort you to the name of the monster Hmm. brilliant yeah ghost watch you were That's all right awesome i should have watched yeah. <laughs> it i should have watched it now
1: i did and right I loved it well i'm definitely going to it sounds so awesome it's Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to tell you about WNUF's Halloween special. But before I do that, we just want to make sure you know everything you need to know about us here at Guides to the Unknown. You just got to know. You have to know it, so you can find everything that we do at GttuPod.com, and that includes links to our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Pod directly, then you can sign up to be one of our netherworld warriors, where for $4 or more per month, you get all kinds of bonuses. There's a monthly bonus episode that comes out on the 13th of every month. We have 21 now I believe mm-hmm. um, to date there are things like commentaries for all of the screen movies over there there are video game playthroughs and it's all organized and categorized so when you go to the Patreon page once you're a member there are these links on the top that you can click to find commentaries to find video game playthroughs to find bonus episodes yeah, for,
0: for all, just for you category nuts
1: yeah for, for people who love categorization um, so that really really helps keep the show going and we so appreciate all you patrons out there who are donating, who are having fun listening to the shows and watching them and interacting in Discord, so thank you so, so much, and if you haven't done that yet we would love it if you would join us over there and help support the show.
0: Imagine how much fun you would have. Yeah! You would go you'd be listening and then you would turn
1: to somebody and go I'm having so much fun You you wouldn't be able to imagine the time I'm having over here. I'm just having so much fun I threw up (laughs) I am threw up (laughs) (laughs) So that's over there. Please go to patreon.com slash gttupod. And thank you so much to everybody who's there already. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so now I'm i I'm gonna talk to you about WNUF, but I know you've seen it before. Right. So really I'm talking to everybody else. Well out I there.
0: could use a refra I I did watch a little bit I was hoping I'd have more time. I did I did mm-hmm. watch a little bit before the show just to reacquaint myself. Mm-hmm. But I, I would love to hear it through your lens.
1: <laughs> through my eyes. Yes, yeah, through the Christian perspective. All right, perfect. So as I mentioned, this is a real not real, obviously, but it's presented as a real news broadcast where they are th- Rowing to somebody named Frank, who was doing their Halloween special at a house called the Weber House. And I also mentioned the story is very similar to the Amityville horror. And the story about the Weber house is that there was a son who lived there with his two parents. Um, his name was Donald and he committed what has since been called the spirit board murders. Mm-hmm. So he liked playing with Ouija boards. And one day he says that demons told him through the Ouija board to kill his parents. And then he did just that. So it's kind of similar to um, not the Lutz family who was in the Amityville Horror House experiencing all the Haunting stuff, but to Ronnie DeFeo and the DeFeo family. Yes. Because Ronnie DeFeo, they're said to be the source of the hauntings in the Amityville house. Ronnie DeFeo was a son, he wasn't really a kid, but a son who killed his parents and also his siblings. So I think that the Weber thing is sort of a play on that.
0: It is pretty cool that both of these movies play on real yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That was
1: an accidental good pairing for an episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It really worked out. And so the idea of it being kind of having some sort of roots in the Amityville horror is also supported by the fact that there is a ghost hunting couple that's going to help Frank the Reporter on this night. Their name is the Burgers, Claire and Lewis, um, but they are definitely a play on the Warrens. They're a married couple. They're older, I would say, and the Warrens were still super active when they were a little bit older. And um, just the wife... Is clairvoyant and psychic and a medium, and the husband is really more of a researcher, but he doesn't have powers. Right. um They even mention them having a museum of items that they have found during their investigations over the years. So very, very much like Ed and Lorraine Warren.
0: It's awesome. I want the Burger franchise. Yeah, me too. I want I would, the Conjuring with the burgers.
1: I would take it with a yeah. side of fries. Um, and then the only place that it sort of diverges from them is that they have a cat named shadow with them, who sort of helps heighten Claire's ability. So she brings shadow around with them everywhere on on their investigations. So the thing that I was talking about that I had to rewind and check on is that So there is a crowd outside before they go into the house. Like Frank has his microphone. There is somebody who is in a van that's parked outside who he can keep talking to to keep in touch with what's going on outside. And there's a crowd of people excited for them to go in and investigate the Weber house. So he's talking to people like, oh, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Like sticking his microphone in people's faces. And then he goes, oh, my God, what was that? And says that he saw something in the upper window to the house and i was like oh i didn't see anything so i rewound and it's really just kind of like unless i'm mistaken like a shadow moves oh okay it's pretty subtle ish i thought at least um but something does move up there oh that's cool. so that starts to set up like oh okay interesting like something's going on in here um so they go inside now they've gone inside the house they say goodbye to the crowd of people outside they're gonna go in just frank his camera guy who we don't see, um, the burgers with their cat Shadow, and a priest that Frank has invited in case they need to perform an exorcism on the house during the course of this investigation. And he asks the priest – like he's definitely trying to be like news guy Ian like, oh, are we going to have to perform an exorcism tonight? And the priest is like – um, I don't know. I don't really think so. We don't do that very often. It has to be approved yeah. by the church. And you can tell Frank is, like, trying to kind of, like, lead him. And he's just like, I not Frank don't is going know. for the,
0: the, the, like, spectacle angle. Yeah. I, I don't know who the performer is for Frank. Mm-hmm. I find him to be... Oh,
1: he's great.
0: Like, very weirdly
1: comforting. Oh, yeah. No, he was... Perfect. He feels like a news reporter guy. I I loved him. I thought he did a great job. Um, So they go inside and Shadow the Cat runs off. They're not thrilled about that, but they're sticking to a deadline because this is a news broadcast. If not a news broadcast, a special. Right. And so Frank's like, all right, we'll find Shadow later. Don't worry about it. Let's sit down and have the seance. And they've been pushing that. Like, you at home can participate in the seance. Call this number to ask Claire and Lewis a question or ask a question of the house, and they'll answer it. So they're sitting down to do the seance and people are calling and just being like, slay your rules or whatever, (laughs) like not doing anything serious. Somebody calls and is like... This is blasphemy, you know, like, how dare you, whatever. They're not getting any genuine callers. And so the seance thing isn't going that well, but they're still trying to pull it off until they hear a sound from another room in the house. And it sounds like the cat in distress. So Claire's like, Shadow, and like jumps up and runs into the other room. They find Shadow dead. Oh. Mutilated not good oh i didn't so, remember that uh, yes they they only cut to it very briefly yeah. like the cameraman pans down from frank's like don't show that like you know whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah so claire and lewis are horrified and they've already been saying this house has a bad energy claire's like it has this is not good this has bad energy whatever so they're like we're getting out of here like they're devastated. This place is no good. We got to get out. But Frank is like, well, I'm still doing this special here. I got to get something going. So he says to the priest, like, Father, okay, clearly this house needs an exorcism. Let's go down to the basement and perform an exorcism. So nothing like this, you know, happens again or whatever. And The father's like, "Uh, okay, I don't know if that's such a great idea. So they go into the basement. And by the way, like I said before, this is all interspersed with commercial breaks. So he'd be like, okay, um, well, you know what? Clearly we need to have an exorcism father. Uh, Let's head down to the basement and we will see you back here right after these words. And then it'll cut to commercials for you know, like cereal and whatever. And they seem so real. They're
0: so good. It's like an orange juice commercial Mm -hmm. and like a video store commercial, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, like an arcade, like very 80s stuff. And it's not, it just feels, if you had shown me that and said this was a real commercial, like it feels completely real. It's not
0: too much. So I know that Chris and Melissa are doing WNUF2. They've been working on it for like a long time. And I last year, a year or two ago, something like that, they asked me if I would do Commercial voiceovers. Yeah. So if they're still in there, if they worked, if they make the cut, yeah. I might be in the sequel to this thing. Yeah, that's Doing like awesome. commercial voice stuff.
1: It rules. It's fun. Yeah, that's super fun. Um, So, you know, we come back from commercial or whatever, and they're in the basement. And Frank's like, come on, Father, perform an exorcism or whatever. And he's like, I don't know if I'm authorized by the church to do such things. He seems like squirreling and looking around. And then they hear a noise coming from upstairs. And they're like, oh, my God, what was that? So they go to go upstairs, but they are locked into the basement so like i said there is somebody who's outside in a news van who frank has been able to kind of be in touch with and be like victoria how's it going out there or whatever and she'd be like it's good here frank no major activity on the outside of the house back to you frank i'm
0: completely fine
1: i'm very safe back to you, Frank. So he pipes up to Victoria and he's Victor- He's like, Victoria, we're locked in the basement here. Like it's stuck the door or something. We can't get out. And she's like, okay, um, we're going to send, I'll send an intern in to unlock the door for you. And I'll send him in with a camera because we should be getting all this anyway. And also she's like, Frank, did the burgers come back in there? Because they're not out here. And he's like, I don't know, like, get the door open or whatever. Yeah. So it's like semi and aside that, like, even the, though the burger said, like, we're leaving. This is horrible. Veronica ha- or whatever her name is. Vanessa. Veronica hasn't seen them. Yeah. So the intern comes in. And pretty much as soon as he comes in, we see the camera go all like, because blah, blah, the intern is like knocked over Ooh. by somebody who's wearing flannel. Somebody has attacked him. And also when the camera is going down, we see the body of Claire Berger. So now we know watching it like, oh, something is not good here. Yeah. Like something sinister is going on. This is very bad. So Veronica is able to see that footage in her news van. And she's like, Frank, break the door down and get out of that house. Like something is wrong. I don't think she quite tells him exactly what's up, but she's like, get out of there um and Frank is still pushing the thing with the exorcism to the the priest like it's almost like he wants to cling to some sort of like things are starting to feel out of control he's yeah. locked in somewhere Veronica's sounding pants and like get out and he's still like so father it really seems like we need an exorcism here almost like he's just kind of clinging to something that he knows that he can control well he's still on TV he's still on TV but also it's just like clearly something's up yeah, it's really yeah. not the time right but i just thought it was kind of cool and interesting and finally the father is like i'm an actor you hired me i don't know how to do an exorcism and he's like you ungrateful son of a bitch or whatever and then the door opens so they're like uh okay let's let's get out of here so they walk outside the door he goes outside the door and someone grabs him someone grabs frank and then the screen cuts and it says like wnuf experiencing technical difficulties because whoever's in the control room is like oh god like what's happening we We can't show them this yeah so when or the
0: signal genuinely went dead or something
1: that's true that's true um but The signal goes back up again. It starts again. And we see Frank, who was our newscaster, tied up to something in a room. He's sitting down on the ground. He's all bloody. And there's also a pile of bodies nearby. It's the burgers, um, the intern, who we didn't really know, but we see a body, the cameraman, who, again, we hadn't seen because he was behind the camera, and the priest. And they all seem pretty clearly dead. And there's a woman in front of Frank who we can recognize from an earlier news segment about people in the town who didn't believe in Halloween and thought celebrating it was evil and satanic. And she's like, Oh, I hope you had a good time tonight. Like, you know, whatever. And, um, so
0: she's punishing the sinners. Yes. It's exactly
1: what's going on. And so the camera had cut to her real quick. And she's like, don't show me on camera or whatever, but now, you know what's going on. And, um, they cut out Frank's tongue for spreading this sort of occult evilness. And now this new bad guy cameraman who's filling all this stuff says, Happy Halloween. Yeah.
0: So It's the end of the Halloween special. It's the end
1: of the Halloween special. So then it's like fuzzy, yeah. like, you know, the snow that used to be on TV. And then we go back to the news broadcast, but it's another day clearly because the two newscasters who were sitting at the table were dressed in Halloween costumes for what we'd seen previously. And now we're cutting to like tonight's WFNFNUF broadcast with this guy and this girl and they're dressed like normal newscasters. And they say that... Uh, Frank Stewart, I think his name is, and the other names of the people who were there are still missing. Um, If anybody sees them or anything, please contact the authorities. And it's like, they're both very somber. And, you know, and and that's it. And then the lady newscaster lady is like, so puppies on the street, what are they? Up to not that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like another sort of like quippy. yeah they have
1: to like switch back kind of be and bubbly
0: then and move on to the next
1: yep yeah. and and then it's over over that's and great. so it hits stop on the tape and you see the blue screen that you used to see on VHS tapes with like stop kind of like all wiggly in the corner you used to and that's just it that's
0: it yeah I I think. It's funny. I didn't remember that their their bodies weren't found. I don't know what the implication of that is, but it's weird that you see them all.
1: Yeah. So you know because – oh, yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know that they're all dead, but yeah, they're they're missing.
0: Yeah, they're missing.
1: Yeah. So I guess you could say that Frank is probably presumed dead. Right. You can presume those people were dead. They didn't like do a pulse check or anything, but they weren't looking so hot. Right. But they're still missing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, I – I don't remember what like I, I think I I don't know if I watched it on tape or what, but I remember there not being credits. No, like the movie ends. Yeah. and they don't show
1: you who I made even it. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Are. You're right. They don't.
0: They keep up the pretense of it being a found tape.
1: Yeah, that's even right. So I didn't much even think so about that they it. They
0: don't credit the people who made it.
1: Yes, that's absolutely is, true. That's crazy. Like
0: unheard of.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And honestly kind of incredible. Yeah. To be to to stick to the form your chosen format
1: mm-hmm. that hard. Right. Right. It's wild. It really is. So it's really fun to watch. I totally recommend it. Um it's like an hour and 23 minutes long, if I remember correctly, and it's Super fun. Awesome. I'm so glad that you liked it. I loved it. It was great.
0: I I think that it's funny. By the time that you get to the end and it all all starts to fall apart and Mm -hmm. particularly the reporter and the um, priest are turning on each other. Yeah. It starts to feel like me to like a like a return to the living dead kind of like now we're just bickering with each other in an Uh insane situation. Yeah. Kind of environment. But like the the. The real, the reach for the authenticity, heightened authenticity, it's comedic. Right. It is a mockumentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Mm -hmm. like a mock Mm shockumentary. But man, I'm like, I've been very curious for a long time what a sequel to this
1: I know. I'm really curious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see if your little
1: voice is in it. I know. That'll be interesting. That'll be fun to see. Totally. Yeah. So, those are our shockumentaries, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about them as much as we enjoyed watching them. I'm going to watch Ghost Watch ASAP. That sounds Yo. awesome.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. It was so good.
1: Like, I, I love what it sounds like so much already that I'm like, okay, so I'm going to watch Ghost Watch, I'm going to read that sequel novelization yep. or whatever it sounds so cool
0: even like knowing that you can catch pipes yeah hidden throughout the movie now like i didn't know that mm-hmm. but i almost think that would be a fun meta game totally to play while watching it yeah um yeah oh god it was so cool it yeah. sounds awesome a double feature Halloween in June yes that's right Ghostwatch and the WNUF Halloween special
1: right so um, thank you so much I hope that you enjoyed the show as I said before if you go to gttupod.com you'll be able to find links to everything we have so that's all of our social media um, a page about advertising if that's something you're interested in our Patreon all of that is at gttupod.com
0: yeah and you can also follow us on online if you'd like to follow us individually
1: that's right i am at chillin Kristen.
0: i am at the myth traveler so thank you all so much for hanging out with us for this uh, spooky double feature yeah. we'll be back next week for more terrifying tales but until that time comes we must travel
1: back to the netherworld
0: go we doink or are we beamed right into your home
1: Either or, choose your own adventure.
0: Choose your own adventure.
1: (laughs) Yeah.